right, welcome back to That's a Chunky. Uh, special thanks to Anthony for that amazing interview. Um, we are super excited about season two, but we still have three season one sketches to talk about. Um, we are going to start with fourth rank sketch, which is a uh, gift receipt. Okay, I'm ready. All yeah, all you had to do was like the gift. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pulling Steven Yoon for this was I know that's amazing. crazy. He's what do you so think? overqualified for this. What do, had he been? In, I mean, he obviously had a huge breakthrough with Minari and, and the Academy Award nomination. But had he yeah. been in a lot of stuff before the gift receipt sketch? Um, I don't know. Was, by the way, I think we're getting calls for our voicemail line. <laughs> <That was that. laughs> we really are, uh, which is amazing. amazing. Uh, and by the way, you can still call if you have questions. It's um, so far, what's your favorite? Thing about season two um the numbers on our instagram at that's a chunky um i think steven yoon had done one other big thing um i'm recording this in a car right now so i don't <laughs> want to like look it up and like lose yep. bump my computer into the steering wheel um he had done something um but we're gonna have to, <laughs> we're gonna have to look it up later. <laughs> no yeah it was great that they got him uh and he's great in it too like so um, good he's great yeah um i i want to throw out the thing that's always bothered me about the sketch was like the name lev uh, that bothers you <laughs> it just seemed so um like out of left field but so i did a little research and got totally owned by the research which is um lev is a common first name often yeah. people named Lefman, Levitz, Levy, or Levi. Okay. And he, here's the big, the big one that made me like eat crow. Um, Leon Trotsky, politician. Yeah. yeah. And Leo Tolstoy, famous author. Yeah. Are both actually named Lev, and they were given those names as like a trans, like a translation. Oh. Well, also there's Lev Parnas, uh, Rudy mm. Giuliani's uh, like Ukraine ambassador guy who got indicted. Oh boy, yes. So le- le- I- I'm not offended by the name Lev at all. Uh, I, just I mean, I'm an idiot. I f- I figured it out, um, but I did get you a calendar. Ooh, firefighter pugs. <laughs> uh, uh, the catchphrases in this one are amazing. Yeah, can I just talk? I, I like to begin by giving my overview thoughts. Can I can I interject those? I would love to hear those. So I love the concept because I am kind of weird about gift receipts too. Because I think you're <laughs> you're by giving them with the gift, you're almost conceding that you gave a bad gift. Yes. Uh, now you you could be conceding it's a duplicate gift, but I kind of mm. take it that if someone returns it, they're sort of just saying, you gave me a crappy gift. I'm just returning it. So you sh- it's basically giving someone cash. Um, I love the slow build and the awkwardness of it. Like it's it's kind of like, and not just trampled season two, it's kind of like the calico cut pants sketch where it oh, just boy. builds and builds. Um, <laughs> I love um, did the, you give? the <laughs> did you give? <laughs> And then the piece, here's that piece of paper you wanted. And it's like, look at my face. Uh, all right. I, I can't, we can't talk about season two too much. Um, You're right. I yes. love that the room flips uh, with Lev against um, the Steven Yoon character, whose name is escaping me, Jacob. Um, and then 
I love the the choice of and this is like, this is the thing I love about season one, which I don't think I've said yet, is their wording of things is like so ingenious. It's like you could say like taking a shit or taking a dump, but yeah. doing the doing the mud pie, um, it's intentionally is like, awkward. Yeah, and then yeah. slice of toilet paper, slice of paper towel instead it's, of piece. Took, yeah, like a piece yeah. or a square, yeah, or whatever. You know, yeah. it's just they're so good at like you know what they're talking about, but they say it in such a unique way that it just it floors me, and it's still like it's still funny to me. Like what two years into this, like yeah, I just think I I love that about it, and then of course some of you know some of the quotes and the exchanges are phenomenal, um, which I'll get to. You know, we can talk about our favorites, but yeah, real quick, I, it's uh, a really can I tell thing. you about about your yeah. take? Won't yes. need it because it's perfect. <laughs> uh, it's oh, so man. good. And then, like, again, Tim Robinson, I'm just going to throw another just flyer out on his acting. Like, his, like, yeah. the grimacing, the moaning, like, well, first of all, the awkwardness of him being like, but you like it. And give me back the receipt. And he, you could tell it just the anxiety in him and, like, as he builds with that. And then when his illness hits, um, just like the way he goes about it, like and, and he's like, oh, you know, like he's like, you son of a bitch, oh, oh, and he's like grabbing his stomach. Yeah. Um, he, it's so good, so good, um, and so good. It's what it's a sketch that kind of hit me right away. Like season, our episode one of season one is incredibly loaded. Um, like they led with a very strong foot, and I actually not again, not to talk about season two again. Netflix uh, fucked me. Um, I hit play season two and they started on episode two and then I didn't realize it until oh. like fucking like episode five. And then I went back to episode one and I was like, motherfuckers, like this, this, they're actually callbacks to this in later sketches that didn't make sense to me because they fucking oh. fucked me. Maybe yeah. it got uploaded at 6am. Yeah, maybe. That's a good point. Fuck. That's a good point. Um, so one of the funny things is that Steven Yoon won't give back the gift receipt initially. <laughs> so it's just like he's totally gonna return stuff. it. Yeah, he wants to return uh, it. Even though I, the I, guy at the store said he had the same thing, the same one, and he said it works great. Like how do you know? Reef. It's, <laughs> it's a, works it's a great. shitty reef. It's a shitty fake reef. And he's like, Yeah, it's a reef. The guy at the store said he has the same one. He said it works great, which is like a great sales job on a reef. But but Lev actually believes it. Like he's not. Actually, just yeah, he does. It. He believes. It. Yeah. he believes it. Yeah, he yeah. really believes it. Um, I so like being like conscious of the environment is kind of like a bummer. Like yeah, yeah, and I, I just always have in the back of my head like things. There's things that people do where I'm like, they know this is batshit crazy, and <laughs> yeah. for for me, it's the giving of like token gifts. Yeah, like so, like the people in that room probably spent like with gift bags and everything. They probably spent like one to two hundred dollars, yeah, to buy a bunch of shit. Stephen Yoon does not care about, right? Exactly. Uh, even even just gonna... giving giving gifts to an adult at a birthday is, yeah, it, it makes no sense at this. Yeah, point. buy him a drink. Yeah, drink buy... a bottle of alcohol, something. You know, it's like maybe even it... a lottery ticket or some like. Yeah, yeah, lottery ticket. Because because nice. then if they win, they're gonna break you off too. That's true. With a little something. Um, oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm no I'm no Jesse Robinson, but I've always uh, dreamed of doing like an occasion occasional impersonation. That's yeah. My, uh, that's my impersonation from this sketch. Um, I'm afraid our gracious host didn't write properly. <laughs> <laughs> Which that line, I'm going to use that um, at a party at some point. It it requires the right crowd, but it's like I hate you to do done this. It this weekend. Yeah, I could. I hate to do this, but I'm afraid our gracious host didn't wipe properly. When you ba- went to the bathroom earlier to do the mud pie, you must have used too small of a slice of toilet paper <laughs> when you wiped and you got mud pie on your hands. Then you touched the receipt and then I ate the receipt and now I'm sick off of your mud pie. I, I might just leave it as I hate to do this, but I'm afraid our gracious host didn't wipe properly. But I may throw in some more, you know, no, I, why not? I, I think. I have a five-year-old who's incredibly smart. And when she's like eight and gets into the like poetry memorization yeah. contest, it's going to be that paragraph. That she <laughs> said. <laughs> and like, you know, like three of the five teachers are going to be fans of, I think you should leave. And she's just going to sweep the competition. But but how many of those uh, teachers would you do the oral one? <laughs> None. <laughs> uh, no, I eat paper all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what um, i don't like to make a habit of doing is eating mud pie um uh, uh, jacob doesn't touch it <laughs> um I, yeah i think it's like every there's no wasted words i mean like no. they're like i i was just typing like i basically typed the transcript of that whole sketch as i was listening to it because it was like it, it, there's no wasted words even like the just like phrasing and like the clauses in it it's just it's fucking perfect like swear to fucking god then oh my let god. my wife eat the fucking receipt um yeah just great i took a shower last night after i took a piss and shit first of all i, I mean i'm just gonna call yeah. bullshit on this other yeah. than catching like a parasite in your stomach yeah a whole day without going to the bathroom at all yeah. either one or two Come on. Come on, Vanessa. Or Melissa. I've, it's Melissa. I, I've used the bathroom twice since you started talking. <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> uh, I, I just have to give a shout out to tell them it's the ugly house on Kenmore. On Kenmore. The, the one where you can see the KFC sign through their front window, which I laugh at because you can see a staple sign and a Walgreens sign through my front oh. window. And it's just like. <laughs> It, it demoralizes me a little bit because someone could just totally tear me apart by being like, yeah, nah. it's the house on, it's the one where you can see the state. Oh God, I'm giving away my location. Um, uh, <laughs> I, never mind. Um, I, I might actually edit that out. <laughs> yeah, I, know. <laughs> I think I'm going to, because we're going to talk to um, Kristen Studdard about uh, yeah, I know. you guys both living in Ra- Ravenswood and like someone's going to be at your door in like three I know. days. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's so much. I mean, the, oh God, even like I wrote down everything from the beginning of like, but you like it. Then give me back the receipt. Prove it. You said you like it. And then I love if you love it as much as you say you do and as much as you have been saying, then it shouldn't be a problem if I take the receipt back. And then he gets it and he's like, glad you like it. Happy birthday. <laughs> um, um and that really should have ended it, right? Like, he didn't need to eat the receipt. Can can we just acknowledge that, like, just getting it back ended it? Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, yeah. But then he feel yeah. Yeah, he shouldn't have eaten the receipt. Yeah. Um, you're totally right. Um, and then we get, I'm trying to, I'm trying to stall while I um, 
remember her last name. Um, Brianna Baker has like a great performance in it as well, um, where she the just kind of starts. Yeah, she's oh, the, just kind of like yeah. there at the beginning, and then by the end, like she's like, yeah. <laughs> where it's like, oh my god, this is crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't, I don't, that's not the exact line. Uh, but and then really, she knocks the cake out of the wife's hands. Um, yeah. And I love the ending where it's like, you should know. Your wife kissed me on the cheek when I got here. Now look at you all alone. Everyone is going to party at my house. Just the idea, because there's the like sort of fake kissing on the cheek among like, you know, yeah. prop proper folks, which I've never mastered. I can't even do it. Like when people go to do it to me, I'm, I, I just kind of like make a kissing sound and run away. Um, but I'm I love it. With it. Are you? I, I can tell you'd yeah. be good at it. Um, yeah. I love that that was kind of the the final put down of Lev. Not that he cleared out his party and that the place is covered head to toe and shit, but that his wife kissed him on the cheek when he got there. Well, and then afterwards, she expresses concern for Lev. Right. Yeah. She's like, I just hope Lev is okay. Yeah. Maybe she really has some feelings. I mean, that's true. um, Yeah. I mean, Lev. Lev clearly doesn't have a KFC sign visible from his front window. So. Yep, man. Uh, I, we when I stayed with you, we utilized that Walgreens. I'm I'm all in on the Walgreens. I like I like the convenience of it, so I'm not going to be too. ashamed. And yeah. if there was a KFC there, although it's not my go-to fast food place, I would probably go there. KFC is gross. Yeah. Uh, I I had it last like <laughs> ten years ago. I was like, I'm not sure if any of this is food. Um, but if the fine people at KFC want to pay us a stipend to not say what I just said, oh wait, no, that's that's blackmail. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's x that out all right shout out uh, to popeyes which uh I, i'm a fan ooh. of the spicy chicken sandwich I, I may have had one on a car ride a couple days ago so just yeah. throwing that out there um yeah i've been waiting to try one of those anyway uh i have to express some regret from the show it, as much as i love baby of the year our number one ranked sketch what we ranked number two focus group to me focus group should be number one and baby of the year should be number two. I'm, I disagree I'm, I disagree I, I I rewatched baby of the year today L- let me put it this way they both could be number like for show they're both number one I have a uh, lot of behind the scenes intel on the baby of the year oh, I'm sorry on the focus group sketch like I'm breaking some serious well I, I got it all from a vulture article that was Talk published like four years ago. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna, secret I, intel. I've got a lot of intel that you probably don't know because I, I deliberately didn't send it to you because you're always the one who comes with research to this. And uh, that's true. Um, before we go into that, I just want to say um, I, I, I hung out with Enemy of the Podcast, um, V Funk, the other Not, day. Yeah, friend of us, friend of Enemy, Kevin, friend of friend Jared. Of- enemy yeah. of the podcast he gave us some notes um he oh, said no. we're, he, we're producing too much content he can't keep up uh although everyone he, else he, can he appreciates the uh the the shots that we take at him he said we need more favorable comments on tesla i did see his tesla my kids were a big fan of it uh yeah. to which my yeah. wife screamed we're not tesla people which may have offended V-Funk. Shout out to your wife. Shout out. um, V-Funk made the Tesla dance, 
apparently there's uh, an app where you can make the Tesla's like little, well, uh, you know, flappy doors go up and down. Well, and yeah, go well, ahead. one of them has to be able to dance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's something ref- that is apparently called dog mode, uh, which is mm. you can leave your dog in the Tesla. And I guess it keeps the temperature controlled and it also puts up a projection so that hippies don't break your windows when they see the dog. It'll say this is in dog mode, Mm. um, which lets people, passersby know that the dog is okay and then they will not break the windows, which I explained just seeing a Tesla would make me more likely to break the windows, (laughs) Um, but that did not go over well. My joke was going to be, or you could do that other thing and spend time with your dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Um, yeah. Shout, shout out to the dog who I met for the first time. Rafi uh, was a delight. Uh, he apparently, unbeknownst to V-Funk, just jumped into this pond we had at this property and went to town and swam over the whole thing. All right, but that's that's an aside. Uh, V-Funk, uh, enemy of the show, friend of the, the hosts, uh, had some notes. I and and I appreciate that. Just full disclosure, um, Vinod and I used to um, broadcast together back on this thing called radio. Yeah, um, what's that? That that man is a master of radio, so um, his notes are well received. Um, and I I'm looking forward to the the time we can have him and uh, Eliza all on together in person. I Someday. think he's going to refuse to watch season two, but it's fine. Whatever. He's going to he's going to watch it. He's going to yeah. We're it. we're going to make him watch it. Vinod loves to hate. Yes. All right, focus group. You want to do this? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna. Ru- Ruben Rabasa is. I believe they just like held an open audition for that role. Yes. And Ruben Rabasa auditioned for it. I mean, that is like, like checking five rocks and one of them is made out of gold i mean it's just yeah. he is so good in this scene like um yeah i mean all all his his lines are unreal and and we're gonna say a bunch of them just because if we don't like i'm convinced i think you should leave is so good at quotables that like if yeah. you don't say the lines you'll have like an aneurysm yeah I you agree. like have have to say them, um, but then there's also the little element of like when Tim like converts, yeah, to, to Ruben's side, yeah, um, against against Paul, and they all gang up on Paul. I love it. Look at the beginning. He's like, "Sorry, you want that in a car?" <laughs> um, and then he's like, "Yeah, because he landed it and you flinched. You have to marry your mother-in-law." <laughs> And obviously, because he's he bats a thousand, Zach is amazing in everything, including this. Um, I agree. I agree. That's not any like he has to play somebody who has done nothing wrong, but still you're gonna side with the bully a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. And it's like a slight he he has just a the smallest touch of like holier than thou. Um like uh to his character for me the line and i i have this weird thing i've uh, a lot of my life i've like worked with people who are learning a language and i myself have been trying to learn a language and like sometimes it's just funny and it's easier to learn the language um when you're like 
try, you know, trying to work through yeah. it. Right. And like, you know, Ruben has a lie that's like so off kilter, but so perfect where he's just like, uh, if you don't, that mean you yourself admit it yourself that you yeah. suck. <laughs> I and know. I, I know. The way he delivers that line. Um, I just, I mean, seriously, I, I if, if any Netflix person stumbles upon this show as a part of some elaborate prank, you, if you have a show with Ruben, I don't know what it is. People are going to watch that shit. I agree. I'm kind of he bummed is, he's not in season two. I mean, he's a, a in the article, I'm sorry, my sources, which, which gave <laughs> me the intel on this Vulture.com. Vulture.com. Um, yeah, it was like A Star is Born or something was like one of the subtitles of it. Um, it, I've been in a focus group, um, for Ooh. a really shitty, um, alcohol nice. product. It was a Bacardi product. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was, it was a rum that had, it was a 90% rum, 10% tequila liquor. I'm listening. Um, and I went with the straight, so it was, it was weird. I, I was just out of college. I needed money. Um, and I was paired up with. A fr- my wife who was just a friend at the time her best friend's brother who i'd never met and we went into this focus group and the whole focus group was to find bros who were best friends and i'd never met the dude okay so we had to pretend <laughs> to be best friends and and, and we were sitting we were sitting in a room and there was a, a mirror up and it was super awkward the product sucked i don't even think it ever made it to the shelf there was complete douches in the room and you could tell like you mean out, I, outside from you two yes correct thank you. <laughs> sorry thank I, you. Had to, I had to that was you set yourself up that was hard yeah, i did set myself up for that i uh, i regret it and, and i start, i started making fun of the product because i was like i've never been in a bar with a rum and coke in one hand and a shot of tequila in the other and thought what if i just mix these two together because that would be disgusting and then they were all like okay and then <laughs> but there was one guy there who one of the bros was like, I, this is great. I'm going to drink this all the time. I'm going to tell my, fr-. like he was trying to win the focus group. And that's, um, yeah, I feel like Ruben, um, and this is from my, my Vulture article. He, the whole premise is he's sort of trying to win the focus group. Like yeah. he's trying to come up with the best ideas. He's like a he's mean pissed, girl. Yeah. And he's pissed at yeah. Paul for actually saying things that make sense. Um, and I, I love that premise. And it, I, I just, I, I thought it was a huge, and then Ruben is again a 10 out of 10. One fact um, from Vulture. I mean, your not, source. My sources. Um, Ruben was not, you know, he auditioned kind of blindly for it. He did not, like, he got the notes for it and didn't think it was that funny. And he thought, I think he said it was like kind of dumb. And then he started oh practicing God. it in front of a mirror. And then he came in and just slayed the audition. Before the, him, they were thinking Tim would play that role or they said Will Ferrell if they could get him. Like they were like, Will Ferrell would what? be good. And then Ruben Rabasa came in, just absolutely slayed it. And they just like, they were floored. And then Zach Cannon, the Paul character, he was breaking the entire time. And like Ruben was like winking at him and stuff. And so Paul could like barely keep it together throughout the whole sketch because Ruben was just on fire, just like shooting yeah. fire the whole time. And I could actually, I'm surprised a lot of the people kept it together because he, I mean, he's really good. I mean, like the, the accent, which I'm not going to mimic because it'll sound like a hate crime or something, but like, um, <laughs> he, he's so, 
he's so good. Like you're right. The, the kind of broken English, him trying like English as a second language, like it was perfect. Like every word he delivered, every you know expression. Yeah, he's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And then I I just love this one part in it too, where there's like one there's like a character who has no lines, and when they're all saying "marry your brother-in-law," he just goes. Marry your brother-in-law, Paul. And obviously, like, it starts, it has, like, a great sort of rhythm to it where it starts with everybody's making the most cliche recommendations yeah, for right. this car. Stuff right. that every engineer show knows, yeah. every person at the auto company. And he's just throwing out these fucking, I mean, like, horrible ideas. <laughs> and um he has a reason for it like he, most of them you know it's too small because um he doesn't want his mother-in-law in the car i also love the little interplay where he's like that is a good idea and tim's like yeah i wrote it down he goes oh nice um, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> that, that shit kills me um so and then also when he says stinky you know like the first time you watch it you're like why is this dude saying stinky and then it's because this guy keeps farting um, yeah. because Paul keeps farting. Um, you know, I doing the best at this is fucking yeah. amazing. Amazing. Um, uh, yeah, it's I, I don't know. It's lightning in a bottle. Um, as people know, I've uh, we're, we are willing to do anything to get Ruben Rabasa on the show. Yeah. God, please. I think it, I think it's going to happen. If you guys keep listening, he's going to come on. Um, I I just I, I the concept okay so no room for mother in law and then he's like shut up Paul you probably love your mother in law and he's like <laughs> I actually do and then the oh my god he admitted that I mean it's a very memeable sketch so good. but oh my god he admitted teacher's pet um I joined teacher's the best pet. of this um, <laughs> like there's so many like you have no good car ideas uh when he's whispering it. I, I mean, it's just like there's just unlimited content out of what's not. I, I thought it was a long sketch. It's not that long. No, it's just none every, of them are. Just everything is like so compact. Um, do you want me to give you some intel, or do do you want to, um, or do you just want to live in the dark like the rest no, of society? Tell me something you might know from your sources. Well, all right. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think right. he were recommended the steering wheel that doesn't whiff out the window while I'm driving because that has happened to him? Yes. No. They what? just they they that they were asked that question in the interview. It was a, it was an oral history of the sketch. They just the oral. That, I don't think they an, had to do the oral. oral. They did the oral. They had to do the oral here. Um he just it, the, the premise is it didn't happen to him. He's just he wanted to do a good job at the focus group, and he was just really trying to come up with good ideas. And he he was obviously oh. failing in the early going. The um, the <laughs> the stinky um, there was a whole part where um, with with Zach's character, um, he accused them of farting because he had a slop sandwich for lunch, and there was a whole riff about. Zach Cannon eating a slop sandwich, which they sloppy cut. Steaks. Oh God, I can't. T I can't think about <laughs> sloppy steaks. It's so amazing. Um, oh man! And then there's the qu quote where it says, "Because if it flies out the window, you're toast." 
he goes on to say, the police are going to be pulling your dead corpse out of the thing and saying it stinks in there. So that was a quote oh. that was taken out. So um, the board, the boardroom itself where they filmed that sketch was not a real boardroom per se. It was when they filmed the Will Forte airplane sketch, there is a warehouse in LA that has a lot of like airplane um, interiors cut up for filming. And there's a boardroom that was used by the company that just runs the airplane um, interior filming studio. And they were like, wow. they were on a budget and they were like, can we just shoot here? It's a boardroom, we'll take it. And so they they did the thing there. The bottle flip, they intended that, they, the original script called for them for it to be an open bottle and then just water goes everywhere when he flips it. But then Ruben Rabasa nailed the bottle flip on the second flip of and course, they decided to use that as well. Of course he did. The man is um, a legend. And a little insider tip, there is a continuity problem in that I think Tim is wearing a collared shirt inside his jacket, but over the course of filming, there's a scene where the sh the collar of the shirt is outside the jacket, and then Damn, uh, I did not Tim. I did not verify this, but they they filmed so much material that just there's a little bit of a little bit of a gap there. So that is that is what I prepared for my sources. Uh, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Although Tim you. just went from a thousand out of thousand to like a nine ninety nine. I don't. No, no, I don't think it diminishes him at all. Um, Damn it. And then here's a quote by Ruben on his background. Are you ready? Oh, my yes. God. Well, I came from Cuba in 1955. I think I started working in New York, and I did a lot of plays in New York, and I went to Miami, and I got a lot of movies. I always get killed. So I decided to move to, to go back to California so I can get a movie where I can be alive. So the first movie they gave me, I was a ghost. I said, this is going huh. to be my life. My God, this is terrible. And then I went back to Miami, and I started doing a lot of shows. Now I'm doing a show in Miami. It's called The Amparo Experience, and it's a beautiful play. It's about the Cuban Revolution, how Fidel Castro took over the company of Bacardi, and the play. I love my play. I really, really enjoy this play very much, which I thought was – I wish it was him saying it in his voice, but I a lot, lot of insight on Ruben Rabasa there. He uh, – I believe he was in one of the Police Academy movies. Awesome. What? Which yeah. one? Oh, there's a lot. Um, we'll I've, we'll double check the, the well, there's crazy the Miami thing is, one. There's the Miami one, which I've seen a lot. That, I think I've actually seen most of them. Um, I've seen a lot of it. I've probably seen all of them. Let's do let's do some homework and make that a part of a future episode. Um, deal. I'd pay I'd pay six ninety nine to watch that. Yeah. Um, from Laverne, North Dakota, little Taffy Lee Fubbins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our number one sketch of the show is Baby of the Year featuring yep. just a whirlwind performance from Sam Richardson, the Amazing. incredibly talented Sam Richardson. I mean, I'm a huge Sam Richardson fan. Yeah. Uh, Detroiters, um, I think you should leave. My, my favorite instance of him is uh, on Veep. I, Veep, I think yeah. there is one person in the world who could play Richard Splett. The stuff he says on that show with a straight face. Yeah. In a in a sort of like hayseed way. Um is unbelievable. He kills me on Veep. 
and there's time i i love veep you as you know when we were in uh when i was in college and maybe you were in college there was our crew sort of united through the art of heckling anna shlomsky right just heckling in general although we did go to college <laughs> with anna shlomsky um and, and I said something. I said something about I, I didn't really like her that much, and I got like booed out of a party because she was like a local celebrity on our campus. <laughs> and I said something I no like, issue with her. "I mean, I don't have any beef with her. I mean, she was like kind of out of my girl. That was her big claim to fame at the time. I think she yeah. got onto Veep later, which I think she's been great at. Um, she's amazing. She's great on the show. You're, you're welcome on the show, Anna Tomsky. Anytime. I, I yeah. apologize. Yeah, but I do um, want to throw out that that. Veep is like a heckler's show. I mean, it's just like yeah, nonstop right. shit talk, except for like when Richard Splett is talking. Like he's uh, not malicious in any right. way. Right. He's, um, yeah, exactly. It, and he kind of calls out the foibles of everybody else like accidentally. Anyway, Sam Richardson in the Baby of the Year sketch. I mean, it just jumps right into the theme song. Yeah. Um, which is so bizarrely, yeah. I don't know what portion of that was written by Tim, what portion was written by Sam. Obviously, they work incredibly close together. Yeah. But it's just very typical of a um, a pageant theme song, except for like, um, are, are they their ticklish? toes like so many curly can shrimp? shrimp? Uh, are they ticklish? Are, are they, they ticklish? Can they be tricked? Can they be chucked? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it, it's perfection and then you know it just it jumps into like you know occasionally good comedy has some formula element to it so you know they introduce the three characters two are pretty standard um the third is where you get the laughs when you come in with bart bart harley jarvis <laughs> um and the crowd two people saying fuck you harley jarvis yeah, uh, and, then and then one moment giving it like a blowjob motion, which was great. Exactly. Um, yeah, and Sam doing the get her out of here. <laughs> yes. um, um, and yeah, so so we're actually I'm not going to spoil it for the listeners because I don't even know if I'm going to get this episode up in time, but we're going to have one of the judges on soon, Whew. which I'm really excited about. All three of the judges nail their lines. Yes. Um, uh i'm a wreck right now yeah that guy's great um yeah. yeah um and dr skull is amazing yes always welcome on the podcast we need to find dr skull who i believe is a minister uh among other th- or a pastor among other things we're gonna get we're gonna get dr skull uh you're still a, you're still a great doc <laughs> uh it's porkins by a mile the button nose the apple cheeks he's the best baby if taffy lee fubbins isn't the ba- best baby of the year i'll kill myself on live tv <laughs> and then just that line's funny but it's made a hundred times funnier by the line stop saying that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then do you want to deliver um greg greg's line I, I feel like you probably wrote the whole fucking thing down what his whole like the disclose his written statement i have to get this off my chest yeah yeah let me do this 
<laughs> I knew you would have this. Up. Earlier today, I witnessed Michael Patrick Porkins' father performing oral on the mystery judge of the competition. And then Sam gives a great, like, sort Or earlier today when I was waiting in line for the <laughs> um, private bathroom. or Yeah, I, I actually forgot t- to type that. Um, performing oral on the mystery judge of the competition. I had been conflicted about whether to say anything because I feel like Mac- Michael Patrick Porkins could win it even without the oral. His father didn't need to do the oral. And that is why this is so tough for me to tell about the oral. Bravo. Bravo. One of of the best speeches ever. Word word repetition on I think you should leave three times uh, the word oral. Uh, Oh, man, that's a bummer. That's a bummer. My My fucking whole thing up. up. (laughs) While the judges make their decision, let's watch our In More Memoriam segment. Oh, no. Calm, Calm down, down. The old ones. Someone, they don't say babies forever, idiot, fucking stupid, asshole. <laughs> Which is like, I think that is the best fucking. moment of the whole sketch. I, I just, I mean, his, yeah, it's, it's fucking great. Well, um, he has, I, I love that because I don't even know if that would have been in the script. And he has another one like that where he just goes, "Shut up." Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, little Jeffy Jeremy throat slashed. <laughs> Um, I actually did a poll. Usually I'm very good at at talking about our poll results. Uh, I did a poll where if you could pick, if you were put in the witness protection program and you had to pick one of the names, little Denny, do Dinkins, Shirley Kratzworth, Shane, little Jeffy, Jeremy, uh, or tiny dinky Daffy. Uh, there is actually a landslide winner. I, I can just remember off the top of my head. Any guess? I think it's, I think it's Tiny Dinky Daffy. Fuck, man. You're so good at this. It was Tiny Dinky Daffy, which I thought was remarkable because, like, it has the word Tiny Dink in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. But then I was thinking if you're a woman, like, yeah, you know, maybe yeah. you don't want to have a dink. I, I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> 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 I think you're overthinking uh, it, but uh, yeah, I, I would pick that one. I think she's trying to get Jarvis. <laughs> um, I mean, we, we haven't even mentioned yet. Fuck. All right. Uh, I hope you fucking die. Harley Jarvis is fucking great. Okay. Uh, Dr. Skull. I mean, we got a certified chode in our hands, a little tuna can and then another can. chode. And then Mr. Jarvis is one of the most aggressive babies I've ever met. He's a massive underbite and completely flat back of the head, which is a fucking vicious thing to say to a baby. I mean, the whole concept is fucking terrible, but like, yeah. uh, that's a vicious takedown of a baby. Um, pretty brutal. And shout, you know, shout out to Harley Jarvis, who would have been my number one. Um, I look like sure. I, I'm a dead ringer for Bart Harley Jarvis as a baby. <laughs> I, I'm gonna try to find a photo for that. Well, but I, I think he's the best baby. I'm just, I think he got robbed and uh, I don't care if he's the villain. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Some, some small things. It's the 112th annual baby of the year oh, competition. That's yeah. Uh, he also says it's been a grueling three months, three, three months. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Laverne, North Dakota. Uh, but they don't give a town for Bart Harley Jarvis, so maybe, oh, maybe, damn, maybe Winchester, it's you. Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love it. it's a lot like the chunky sketch because it's at the end. It obviously ends with that. This was dumb. Dump it. Trash dump it. it. This one's garbage. 
it just like I mean, Sam Richardson's trying to hold the pieces together as it's like unraveling with the like the oral and then the people trying to kill Jarvis. Yeah. Um a little a little bit like the chunky going wild. Um I yeah, I, I think it's a home run. And the way the reason I think that is I think you could break off pieces of this and they would still be top ten sketches for me. Like they yeah. intro Bart the Bart Harley Jarvis, like people trying to kill him is hilarious. Dr. Skull, love that. The Mystery Judge Oral, and then the In Memoriam, those are all like just great moments that I think if they were like par- partitioned off, like I would be all about it. I- I'm just throwing that out there. So it's still my number one. Uh I it's it's unflappable. It's it's gonna be there forever. It's right in stone. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Priceline. 